Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. It's time now to get into our Mindful Wednesdays. We are joined by Pratik Ekana, who's a qualified psychologist. She's also a community leader for the Rotunda community in Heidelberg here in Johannesburg. She is uh, the founder of Mocha Change in Motion. And this is where she allows the opportunity for young men to come in, feel safe and um, be able to talk about what troubles they are facing, whether it's uh, in society, at home, um, uh, childhood traumas. So we are talking about the importance for men to have that space. A-team is joining in the conversation on 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 614 SMSs go to 41391. Thank you very much for joining us once again, Pretty. Good evening. Good evening, Patricia, and it's a pleasure for me to be back again. So, Pretty, how important is it for us to recognize as a society that men have not necessarily been treated fairly and we have put so much pressure on them to be the strong, non-feeling human beings of our society? Yeah, thank you very much for, for that question. Um, it's important because we, we need to change the narrative and start treating males as, as human beings, first of all, because we treat males as objects where we're not expecting them to, to have emotions, where we're expecting them to be superior, to be leaders, to be providers, and yet there are no systems in place structured to support them and nurture them to develop and be uh, all that we expect them to be. And I think it's, it's, it's really unfair, even when we look at the issues of inequality, always excluded uh, males and black males to be more specific. And these males are now expected to be role models to our sons, and yet they also having trouble. They are from a traumatic past, and they are experiencing a lot of negativity as well within society based on our expectations. So it's, it's, it's very important for us to address the issues of equality where men are concerned and start opening a dialogue. But what has caused us as a society to become like this? Um, why have we taught men never to cry? And we say this to little boys. I abstain from saying such. I allow my little boys to cry. Um, but we say things like, men don't cry. Chin up, you're a man. You know, don't, don't be a sissy. We say things, horrible things like that, when young boys start expressing their emotions. What has caused us to be like that? I, I think it's the way that we have uh, we've been socializing the different genders. You know, uh, we support a little child when they are crying, and you want to know why they're crying. You hug them, and yet with with a guy, like I'm saying, we're not treating them like human beings. We're not expecting them to to be human beings, and this causes them to be excluded within our families and our societies because they they have no space to run to when they are feeling hurt you know, when they are rejected and when they are under financial strains and when they are also abused as well, there is no space for them to run to because we've rejected them as human beings. We've rejected them as objects 
that can express their emotions. So uh, it's the way that they've been socialized, even from the, uh, the, the, the previous generations. We've always expected men not to cry, men not to talk about their problems, men to provide, even though they don't have means to provide. So it's the expectation as well, which is really taking a toll on our males and affecting them emotionally and mentally as well. Could this not be the reason why we are crying foul when it comes to patriarchal and toxic masculinity that we see in our society? Could not could this reason of men not being able to express themselves and being expected to be, um, you know, colonels in everything when it comes to life be the reason why we're experiencing such? It, it is the reason uh, we're experiencing such. And another reason being that we don't take issues that men are experiencing seriously because we're always providing, we're always expecting them to be, uh, to always provide solutions when sometimes they need answers to whatever they are experiencing. You know, um, you look at when a man engages in abnormal behavior, they are applauded. And whereas that is a sign of something that is not right in their lives but we applaud them when they are engaging in abnormal behavior. Whereas with a, with a female, when they engage in abnormal behaviors, we'll start calling them men, reprimand them, but we're not supporting males when they're giving us signs that they are not coping, you know, and we would see these different signs with the addiction when it comes to sex, to drugs, alcohol, and always wanting to be around friends and loud music, you know. We don't take their cry for help seriously. Mm. So, how how do we change? How do we change this current situation we find ourselves in? How do we better support our men? Yeah, we can better support them by firstly treating them as human beings because they are human beings and allow them to express their emotions, uh, positive or negative, and to also include them in all our activities because most of the time we invest more time on supporting females when they they going through a difficult time so it's having an inclusive behavior where we we treat each other as humans instead of females and males Is it easy to do so? Because men also perpetuate it against each other so would it be easy for us to um, ask for society to treat each other as humans as opposed to um, our gender? I think also when we stop making fun of, because for for simple things, we make fun of males when they start showing affection to, to their partners in relationships. And that is so toxic as well. So I think we should start off by easing off the toxicity and, uh, Start off by uh, encouraging emotional connectivity within males, you know, where we don't say there's something wrong. We don't question when a man is showing affection, when a man is saying I love you to their children, when they're kissing their boy child, or when when they are even simply hugging their friends. Because I think males are so scared of society that they don't even uh, connect with their male friends uh, emotionally as well. So I think it's for us to change the narrative when it comes to, to such issues and us being uh, able to treat males as human beings, that is my biggest thing, you know, and stop saying that you are a man, uh, you don't do this, you are, you are expected to do this, because remember, uh, socially as well, males are experiencing the issues that we are facing as women. Males are being abused, males are unemployed, males have depression, males have stress like us, and yet we are expecting them 
to perform at their maximum uh, productivity uh, in the workplace, in the bedroom, and within our family homes. I think it's for us to start in our family to, to encourage a conversation around emotions and finding out how they day is. That's the simplest way to start the conversation is because when our mothers walk in, we would hug them, ask them how the day was. But when the father walks in, nobody's asked how his day was, you know, what he had to go through. And his males are definitely on their own. So we just need to start integrating them with, into the society by caring for, for males and supporting them. With the work that you do at Mocha, a change in motion in the Rotunda area, what have you found being a common thread amongst young men when you are giving them these sessions or these opportunities to be able to vent out? Okay. The, the, the common thing is that most of our teenage boys, they don't have uh, positive role models. And some of them don't know how to handle uh, rejection. And that is where um, abusive behavior starts and bullying. And also they don't know how to, to manage their anger because uh, looking at the males in society, they're beating up uh, women, they're shouting at women. So those are the issues that they are facing. And the disconnect when it comes to, to, to their emotions and the lack of interest in expressing their their emotions, that is a common thread that we've found uh, when we're dealing with these teenage boys. And also the language that they use, the words that they use, their body language, you know, it's telling us a lot that they are operating from a negative space within their minds. So those are the common issues that we are dealing with uh, when we're working with these young boys. And do they pinpoint at a particular gender? Because um, I know we, we're talking society and this is what's happening. At a particular gender, um, when they are expressing themselves, are they saying it is my mother um, or my sister or the women in our community that are causing me to feel this disheartened? Uh, it is both ways mm-hmm. because we know that there are some single mothers that are raising children with, with anger and they, they can then transform the toxicity to, to their young boys. And then we also have issues of absent fathers, and sometimes fathers can be absent even when they stay with you by them not being around uh, at home, not supporting you at school, not attending to your school activities, not showing interest in your personal life. So it, it's both ways. It also depends on the type of families they come from because uh, families are dysfunctional for for various reasons. So it, it, it's different. It can be from a male and sometimes it can be from a female. We've picked that up as well. Sure. Let's go to the source yeah. note. Uh, good evening, Patricia and your guest. It's Doomsie from Cape Town. Uh, my question is, uh, if uh, society finds itself in a system where the role of men is changing or the role of men has to change or that system is altering the responsibilities of a man or perhaps that system is limiting uh, what a man can do. Do we change the system? Do we change the men or do we change the system? Because it seems like uh, whilst we see the problems that are currently whether it's perpetuated by men or that are evident in men 
we then point to the men that there has to be some changes instead of looking at the system that is bringing about the changes in men. All right. Um, please do come in, pretty. I'm sure you've heard the question. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I do understand this question, but we're not saying that we're trying to change men or the role of men in society, but we, we're just saying that we need to change our mindset where males are concerned because the socioeconomic challenges are not only uh, affecting women, they're affecting males as well, you know, where we need to start having an understanding when a male is not working and stop calling him names, you know. Uh, it's because of the socioeconomic challenges. And we should also stop making fun of a male when they are more feminine or when they are abused, you know, because I, I know that when a man goes to a police station, well, they would never even start going to a police station to report issues of, of abuse because they will be laughed at. So it's, it's us changing our mindset and having empathy and putting ourselves in uh, the shoes of our male figures because they are going through a lot and we need to create safe spaces for them to be able to express and uh, uh, go through whatever they are going through so that they heal because they, they're working around with a lot of trauma. Uh, you've seen it, it's evident everywhere where a man is just exploding whereas it's been he's been bottling up years and years of anger. So we need to start creating that space and changing our mindset. And I will continue repeating it again to treat males as humans, you know, where we know that they have feelings and they are allowed to express their feelings. Without, without us making fun of uh, their feelings. Mm, mm. Now, in the home situation, that's that's where I think societies are built, right? And you did mention earlier that we have single mothers raising children, and there are men right now who were raised by single mothers due to various reasons. How can we create a home situation that is conducive for a healthy man to be raised into our society? I think with the female, females need to be as honest as possible without trying to badmouth the father. So when you're raising a boy child, just be as honest as possible with with what happened, you know, and try to remove yourself from the situation because most of the times we as women are hurt and it has nothing to do with the child, you know. So And also encourage uh, relationships with the, the male figures within the family if the father is absent so we need to encourage them to be close to their uncles because they, at some stages in their lives, they need intervention and advice for males. So just to make sure that you have uh, uh, good role models within the family, you know, it can be from the maternal or the paternal side. So And also not deprive uh, the child uh, from their, their family because of what the father has done. So asking to have honest uh, conversations about what has happened, why it has happened, but also the child's life first and what they are entitled to as as, as young children. Mm. Honesty, but without being mean and nasty. Let's go to a voice note. Hello, Patricia. Good evening. Even to insult a man on a radio, it's fashionable. I mean, if somebody says men are trash, no presenter on radio is going to call that person to order. If Whatever you say about a man, 
it's going to be fashionable. Nobody's going to take offense. No presenter is going to take offense. That's the problem. To say anything bad about a man, it's fashionable. To talk at a man, it's fashionable. South Africa, as I ever said, doesn't talk to men. It talks at them. So that's the way it is. I hear you, Kongwali, and it's a sad reality that needs to change. Let me go to Atima who's holding on the line. Atima Charles, good evening. Hello? Good evening, good evening, Atima Charles. Charles, good evening, we hear you. It's Tando. All right, Can sorry, Tando. Okay, I was given the name Charles. <laughs> Tando, good evening. Good evening, how are you? Strong, how are you? Yeah, all right. Can I just want to pass a comment when it comes to the main... Uh, uh, Tando, your, your line is not so good. Please repeat for me. I just want to doubt or just want to know if that help is also extended to work to a workplace. Because last year I experienced... Uh, a terrible, terrible situation at a workplace where a gender uh, uh, traffic was at play because I am a male, I'll be treated like this. But if a female yeah, mm-hmm. does that, it's fine. But if a man, if I do that, I'm being reprimanded so, so, so very, very bad. I don't know if it can also be addressed at a workplace. Charles, I'm sorry that you had to go through, um, Tando, I'm sorry that you had to go through such an experience. Um, uh, let's uh, hear what Pretty has to say. Pretty, you've heard our A-teamers voice note and Tando, who's just now said that, you know, in the workplace, can we extend um, uh, such remedies uh, to ensure that people are not being abused because he's had a terrible experience in the workplace? Yeah, we definitely are open to introducing this to corporate spaces, but we obviously need um, uh, uh, corporate partners to come on board so that something like this can be introduced. But what we do is when we're working with teenagers, like on the 23rd of April, we have an event where we also have extended it to male figures, to, to the fathers, to also come along. And I think it's also a good start because when you change one man, I believe they will go back and change their peers. But it's definitely something worth looking into when you go into corporate spaces because we 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 are really worried about our our males uh, as role models to the children that we are empowering. Hence, we try to integrate them into our programs. And with the previous vote note uh, where he's talking about negative. Um, the negative connotation around men. Uh, it's important that we spread positivity because words are very powerful. Words become reality. So I, it's for us to also change our mindset when it comes to the type of words we use when we are facing anger or when we are seeing uh, issues of gender based violence. We need to try and um, approach it in a more positive way manner and trying to integrate uh, males in trying to find solutions to these problems instead of excluding them. Mm. How do our A-teamers get in touch with you, Pretty? They can uh, read more about us on our website, which is www.mochat.co.za 
Our contact details are there. And for easy reference, it's info at mochad.co.za. And we're also available on different social media platforms. On Instagram, we are mochateens. On Twitter, we are mochateens. And on Facebook, we are Mochad Change in Motion. Excellent. And that Mocha is spelled M-O-T-S-H-A. Mocha change. Thank you so very much for joining us, Pretty. More strength to your bow. The work that you are doing is outstanding. Thank you very much for having me, Patricia. I love your evening. Bye. A-team, as it's 11 o'clock on the dot, let's go to Mudupi Mahalimela for the final news bulletin for the day. Uh, He's giving us a hola one. Mudupi, eta hola.